Blog Talk Radio. I was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met. Diamond Dallas Page. Started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP yoga. It's not your mama's yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the diamond cutter. Diamond cutter! Took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP. Radio. Oh, intro came in a little hot there. <laughs> Hello, my fellow DDPY Warriors. It is Wednesday night here on day 74th. Uh, uh, I guess we're calling it uh, AC. Is, is it, what? what is it? Uh, before Corona and after Corona? I guess that's what we're referring to times now. <laughs> um, but it is uh, uh, great to be here. We're up here on the 157th floor of the DDP Radio Megaplex in beautiful Raleigh, North Carolina, and I'm sitting here in the penthouse suite, and literally we're rocking back and forth in this building because Mother Nature is not happy with us, and uh, she seems to be blowing us around quite a bit. Uh, the windstorm is crazy here, so uh, I just wanted to say... Uh, if for some reason I see anybody floating by or, or some munchkins like paddling by my up, up window up here, um, I will be sure to let you know that it was because of the winds and we're Oz, but it's nothing to do with drugs or anything, drinks or anything like that, um, because I'm ready to see a munchkin fly by my way. Um, but anyways, without further ado, I guess it would be a, an opportune time to bring on my guest. Uh, you know her as the Canadian quote master herself. She is the Royal Canadian uh, uh, branch of DDPY. She is the queen of DDP radio. She is the one, the only, the lovely, the talented, and the inspirational. I was trying to think of a way to tie it all into Canada, but I can't. So, Crystal Stewart, how are you? (laughs) When you tie it all in with Tim Hortons and maple syrup, that's how you do it. Well, yeah, yeah, let's see, you know, I, I like having you on here. You know, Robert's one of my favorite people on the planet. And when I first my started kids. doing the show with him and Stacy, I would give him these intros that would just go on and on and on. And he hated <laughs> them. And I didn't know how much he hated them until one day he finally told me how much they drive him crazy. And then I took those <laughs> intros and I doubled the length. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Once I knew it got to Robert, I know we were all in on this one. So, uh, right, he's so much fun. Uh, yes, yes, uh, and he will uh, attest to the fact that I'm very skilled in that as well. (laughs) Awesome. So, first things first, how are you holding up? This has been crazy, and I gotta say, real quick, I uh, last week when we had the show, I cannot believe it's been seven days since we had the show. It seems like we were on here last night. I know. 
and I'm not entirely convinced that you just missed me so much during the week that you're actually messing with the world clock so I can come on here quicker. (laughs) I will not confirm nor deny that I'm messing with anything. Um, Yeah, (laughs) it's been a a crazy week, though. It just, I don't know. Maybe I'm just going stir-crazy. It's six weeks of being locked up. It's starting to take a toll. So, yeah. Oh, no. You have no. I I missed the exit to Crazy Town six weeks ago, and I'm just fine driving to nowhere at this point. <laughs> we're way we're way off the rails by now. But um, Katie right. went back to work. Exactly. Katie went back to work today, so um, she's she's kind of getting back in the swing of things. Her office is opening up and taking patients, so we're easing back into life uh, a little bit, at least uh, hopefully. Um, but also, gotta err on the side of caution too. Um, but Without further ado, I do want to bring on our guest today because we do have a guest scheduled, and I'm just making sure real quick that um, we have the right area code here. So, because we've been getting like blog talks, we had to get inundated with prank calls. Two two six. Would that be correct? Nope. Yep. Oh, oh, hello. Yeah. I'm Michael. That's that's my number. Oh, hello. Yeah. Okay. Well, let me give you a proper intro now that I and I confirmed it's you. Um, so, first of all, I, I, you've seen Marcel be around the DDPY universe forever. He's, he's you know, all the photos of the Performance Center and social media, and he's a real just testament to the program and a real great ambassador for this program. And, um, Crystal, I know that we, ha- we have you go into the universe to try to find the people who are inspiring and, and inspiring the most and bring them in for a Warrior of the Week segment. I feel most people know Marcel, but I'm going to have you go ahead yep. and do the intro uh, anyway, so let's do this. Okay, so everybody, I'd like to introduce Marcel. He is a fellow Canuck, which, you know, will drive Mike crazy, so that's a good thing. Um, Marcel is by far probably one of the most amazing people that I know um, and wears his heart on his sleeve. Um, I'm sure that you've seen him online. He's been hosting a ton of live workouts, which have been fantastic and i'm sure we're going to talk about it and i'm just so excited he's here it's always great it's like old home week so um please welcome my great friend marcel dory great thank you so much uh can you hear me okay yeah yes fantastic oh it's a pleasure to be here and i gotta say uh, props to uh it was roger who was uh recommending i be on the show and uh, probably talk a bit about that as well, but there's there's a lot going yeah. on all at the same time, and yet there's nothing much going on at the same time. Right? Yeah. Well, Good story. You know, yeah. it, it's so true. And w- when we do this, we we do we like to kind of like you know go to the people who are being inspired and ask for suggestions and stuff. And um, I know that Roger, and I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna kill his gimmick here, but he's got he's got a, a pretty crunchy outer layer. He's uh, sarcastic and sardonic, but uh, he really is a you know a sweetheart of a guy, and he really has been a, a longtime member of the community, and, and it's helped out a lot of people. And uh, he always puts over people who are inspiring him, but I know he gives it back as well. So it's it's real cool that we can have that mutual admiration for each other, and and especially in times like this when we really need to rely on people we care about to kind of pull us through this craziness. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, that, that's what we've been seeing in this community here. Um, with with so many people in the DDP yoga world, 
And, you know, there's an opportunity for every individual to sort of help out in any way they can. And everybody has different skills, different talents, different ways of communicating. And uh, things just appear in front of you. It's just a matter of having your eyes open and saying, you know what, somebody here is asking something. Let me see if I can help throw something in there. And you never know. It's like the old saying we use in DDP yoga, never underestimate the power you have believing in yourself or believing in, in somebody else. You know, if, if you think that someone is calling out to you for help, uh, then you kind of reach out and you do what you can. And sometimes you think, I don't know what the heck I should say here, but sometimes just saying, I'm here, or let me know if you need me, you know, things like that. Yeah. I, you know, yeah, um, I we were talking – sorry, Mike. Oh, no, go for it. Um, we were talking last week, Marcel, about how easy it is to feel disconnected. Um, how has the response for your live workouts been? Well, it's uh, interesting. We were at the end of our ninth week, and we do 10-week blocks, so we did miss that last week. Um, normally, my live classes, in-person classes, not the live ones that I do now, but the in-person classes, there's about seven classes a week, and I see about 200 people every week. And so there was a sudden cut in that. There was a bit of a natural cut because it was the end of the uh, of those 10 weeks. However, mm-hmm. I thought, oh, my goodness, we don't know how long this is going to last. Um, right. My, From a purely practical point of view, I thought, you know, there's 200 people every week doing DDPY here in Guelph Massa Township with me. And I thought, you know, we can't just let that go, let that drop, because you know how it is. After you go on a two- or three-week vacation, you don't feel like coming back sometimes. So that's when it started with some uh, live classes online, and primarily it was geared towards uh, towards attending to the uh, people that come to my regular classes and just keeping them in the loop, keeping them going, and so that when all this was over, that we could head back into uh, the regular DDPY classes. And, of course, it's grown from there. That's incredible. That's, that's, that's incredible and so inspiring. And, you know, you, you said it great. And with the DDPY universe, as well as just society in general, I'm really impressed with how much people have stepped up and tried to think out of the box to to create a sense of community when we're all so disconnected. Like, there's been people... Right. As far as like TV shows, the late night shows doing stuff on, on, on an iPhone or people doing workouts, we've found a way around it to kind of be together. And for some people, the most important, you know, crucial step is, you know, in, in their sobriety and their recovery and their weight loss or, you know, whatever they're dealing with, the loss of community can be just a dagger into their dress. Um, and they really rely on people and, and interactions with people to keep moving forward and it was a concern for a lot of people when things, you know, became so isolated and separated. Um, and I'm impressed by us as a whole, you know, people as a whole, how much people have stepped up and just found a way to be together. Uh, it's, it's, it kind of gave me a little bit of uh, an uptick in my faith in humanity again, you know, where we adapted to the situation and, and made something of it. Yeah. Yeah, I think there, there's uh, the physical aspects of COVID-19, which have been all over the news and the intensive care units and the hospitalizations. 
But more recently, uh, we started paying more attention to the mental and emotional aspects. Right. And I've actually was requested to uh, start a, a video series on what's happening here locally and regionally. And I've managed to get up five YouTube videos of what's happening in our region. And one of them specifically dealing with the uh, changes that people are going through. The uh, executive director of the uh, Canadian Mental Health Association branch here in our region pretty much stated that, you know, on a regular basis, one out of five people are affected with enough uh, mental health disorders that they need to seek outside help. In during this COVID crisis that she's estimating it's up to four or five people out of five. So it's not something we can ignore, but you're right. There's, it's definitely something that we can all be part of helping by reaching out. I think reaching out to people, um, accepting being reached out to is also something that one can't underestimate. And one of the main ingredients for staying mentally healthy is that social connection and, and being reached out to or reaching out to somebody else. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, we are very much um, creatures of habit. And so this has been you know, kind of (laughs) throwing a cat out of a moving car and hoping that it lands on its feet. I mean, we we all have to do something. We're all kind of in the same boat. So I think what's been one of the most amazing things is, you know, just like Mike was saying, that we've all adapted to a new normal. And I don't really know how we come back from this. I don't really know... You know, get everyone says, "Oh, I can't wait to get back to normal." Um, I think that's gone. I I don't think we come back to quote unquote normal. I think we're finding now just what we're capable of and what we need and what we don't need anymore. Yeah, the new normal may actually be better than the old normal. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, you know, that's that's a good point. And, and you know, any kind of growing process as a person or society is this this pain involved. It's it's uncomfortable. And uh, if we're smart, we can take this pain. You know, this we're able to strip away the stuff that may not have been good for us as a society and build a better version of ourselves. And you know, I think that the workouts you're doing. I mean, I've seen people posting about it. I've seen buzzing a lot of buzz about it. I've seen. You know, Roger, you know, was talking about, you know, how helpful those have been. And we're going to bring him on in just a second. But, you know, that's something that you can do with the resources that you have in your space. And it doesn't matter how little of a, of a job you do. You know, we all have the ability to do something within our wheelhouse to kind of contribute to the overall picture. And, and you really don't realize sometimes when you're just sitting there. I, I mean, people say a lot of nice things about this radio show, believe it or not. And when I'm sitting here broadcasting <laughs> in my wrestling room, my wrestling office, you know, it doesn't feel like much. But you don't realize the people that on the other end that kind of, you know, uh, you know, could use something like that. So when you're in your living room doing those workouts, it may just be business as usual. But, you know, you could have saved someone's life that day. And I know there's a lot of people in the DDPY sure. community who have – you know, taking on that role to kind of just, you know, do something. And, you know, I think Hayden branded that, you know, and it's the most perfect, perfect thing for me because sometimes the over, it's overwhelming how many horrible things are in the world or how much change needs to happen. But 
we all have the ability to do something, and, I, and I, you've done that, and Roger's done that. And I'm putting over Roger here, and i got to make sure this show gets destroyed after this because I can't have this out <laughs> in the public. But, you know, Roger's been open you know, up there, about his, his anxiety stuff, and I think that's incredibly are, hard, and people who are dealing with that, um, they, they find comfort in somebody else in the same boat. I think a lot of the instructors, and believe it or not, I don't know if you know, but there's like at least 15, 17 instructors doing online classes. You've got uh, Travis Mahaffey, who just received his level yep. one certification during the shutdown. You've got Beverly Boom out in BC. She just got her level two certification. And, you know, we've got people doing the 100-day challenge. Thomas Wallant is doing the 100-day challenge. You've got Scott French with his 15-day uh, challenge, coin challenge, starting up groups. Sarah Fortune put together this beautiful spreadsheet of all the instructors who are doing classes and what times of the week they're doing, what their Facebook groups are. So between us as instructors, we've been able to sort of share that information and share it with our own group. So I don't do a workout every single day. I've got like Friday, Mondays, and Saturdays off from teaching DDPY. So where we can put other people's groups and other people's schedules on our own group page. And now we have people from different groups attending other instructors' classes, which is amazing and fantastic. You know, Powell's out there in Norway teaching his classes. And so there's a whole mix. There's some people in Australia and all over the U.S. and Canada. It's incredible. It's, it's insane. You know, I remember – when the certification program first started and, and you know, I was getting, you're getting the emails. I remember celebrating the first one or two people and everybody was trying to kind of just figure their way through it. I turned on the news at a random time today and maybe somebody can help me out here with this. Cause I don't really know who it was, but I turned on the local news here in North Carolina and they were talking to a local gym owner about closing down and on the back of, in the back of him was a schedule up on the wall and it said DPY canceled for the day because they were closing the gym and it was just such a weird place that turn on a random news on a random weekday and DDPY is being advertised as a class to see where it's come and how many people have, have gone the certification route and just to come across that. So it was Goldsboro, North Carolina. If anyone knows who's located in Goldsboro, I saw your class on the news today. So it's incredible. That's awesome. Yeah, that is, is awesome. That might be Travis or Craig. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I do want to I bring Roger on here. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Mars. Yeah, no, no, go ahead. Yep. Oh, no, I was going to say, I was going to bring Travis on here. And, and uh, I mean, not Travis, uh, Roger, excuse me. Let's see if I can grab him up here. Oh, good Lord. I think this is Roger. <laughs> who's, who's Travis? <laughs> oh, you, 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 you tripped me up there. What's going on, man? Well, I am just dealing with this chaos uh, a minute at a time now. Yeah. And it's amazing you uh, started with anxiety because let me tell you, I have been, uh, right can, can I can I swear? I could swear, right? Sure. Yep. I've been a fucking wreck. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, we just got canceled yeah. by the FCC. Yeah, yeah, probably. And and because I've been a fucking nightmare, I dragged my poor wife down, and she suffered because of me. And I 
partly called in to put over Marcel because Marcel helped both me and my wife. And I'm somewhat sane now. And so is my wife, I'd like to think. I hope. Like, he went beyond, like, anything I can put words to. And I have lots of words. So, thank you. Is there a moment of silence now? Like, <laughs> still... Do you attend all Marcel's classes, Roger? Pardon me? Do you attend all Marcel's classes? I have attended probably 95% of them. Good job. That's awesome. You know, obviously, I've been joking about this for a long time, that uh, just being stuck here with me, my my wife, the fact that she hasn't been on the news for murdering me yet is, is pretty much a miracle. But, you know, to be real, you, you people, you know, so many people dealing with the anxiety and stuff, it creates an atmosphere where things can get tense and things can get ugly and people can get snippy and have attitudes with each other, which ends up exacerbating the stress and anxiety. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. I think it's cool that we're kind of open about that and talking about that online because, uh, you know, so a lot of people think that they're the only ones that are just, you know, why is it that, like, I'm going crazy here? You know, it feels good to know that not that you're suffering too, but somebody's in the same boat and it's not just just us because it's it's uncharted territory. It's uncharted waters at this point. And we're all just trying to figure it out. There's no blueprint to get here. We've never done this before. And mental health is a problem. It's a real problem. So everything you're feeling, I probably guarantee you that someone else in the DDPY uh, universe is, is feeling it as well. And to connect with those people and kind of, you know, feed off each other and, and, and give each other a little bit of, uh, you know, help if you need it. That's, that's a good thing. That's a powerful thing. That's what we do here. We link up to people who are like-minded in our struggles and our victories. Yeah. I, I think I've there's, been, there's a, sorry. You, you go first. Sorry, Marcel. So Roger, no, because I think it's an important point that, you know, people reach out, we reach out, but the other important point, and it fits right along there with some of our philosophy in, in DDPY, is that, you know, I helped uh, Roger and Liz and they got, and got them started on, on some stuff. And, uh, and that's other than attending the online classes. But then what Roger did is he actually took the work on himself and followed through. So, Roger, you put some work into that. And then secondly... Roger was able to take what he experienced and what he learned and then turn that into turning his energies outward towards helping other people with anxiety. So just in the DDPY philosophy, you know, you help yourself, you get help, you, you kind of start working on yourself, you put the work in, and then you transfer that, you pass it forward to other people. And that's what Roger was doing. Yeah, I'm I'm just trying to show people that, like, uh, you're not alone. Like, everyone is suffering in some way during this. I had an actual pretty bad panic attack on Monday, and I tried to went live afterward just to show people the after effects. Because people seem to always look down on mental health 
And anyway, I'm trying to get rid of that, uh, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, my wife just told me the word. She's much smarter than I am. But after that, another, another member of the community, John Ray, um, uh, reached out to me and we had a video chat and that was huge help too because he told me about his panic attacks and hopefully I'm allowed to say that but it, it's just it, it's good to know that you're not alone that you know I'm just blabbering on that <laughs> those are no joke too um I, I gotta be honest with you uh, up until a few years ago, I, I mean, I, I, I know pe- I know I get stressed. I know I get depressed. You know, people have moments, but I didn't really understand the whole anxiety thing. I didn't understand. I'm like, yeah, we all get stressed. You know, you just got to breathe through it type of thing. Uh, I remember a couple of years ago, I was, in, it was in the doctor's office with, with chest pain that I thought was having a heart attack. I never understood that there was actual real physical symptoms that come along with that kind of thing. And I mean, I kind of thought if there was physical, it was somewhat psychosomatic or maybe kind of just manifested, you know, mentally. But I didn't realize there's a whole physical side to anxiety, which makes things complicated, um, along with compounding with the, med- with the mental part of it. And when I had that panic attack and ended up in the doctors and in a prescription of Ativan for the whole next week or so, I remember thinking, I'm like, oh, this is brutal. And you, you, you check yourself and you kind of realize that, it is a real physical symptoms uh, that go along with this kind of thing. And it's hard to kind of empathize with something completely that you haven't experienced yourself. There's a lot of just guesswork, but there's a lot of people who are really hurting physically and mentally. And the DDPY, the DDPY itself, I mean, I would never suggest that you get off medication or you get off whatever your doctor tells you to do, but it is a way to channel that outwardly channel that anxiety and physical pain into something positive and the mat is kind of, uh, you know, we're home right now. We're in this space where there's not a lot of energy to put elsewhere. There's not a lot of places to go. There's a lot of mat punishment you can put on that mat right there. And it does help. Yeah, I definitely see that with the uh, comments coming in from the classes. Every time I have a class, people write back some comments and one of the groups that, um, I appealed to because I worked at the hospital until I retired from the hospital in December of last year are the nurses and the medical staff there and some of my medical colleagues and many of them of course are working under you know significant amounts of stress these days of being in the hospital and uh, there are more and more who have joined the live workouts and are so grateful that they can relieve some of the stresses and just break up their day. And if they have a shift, they're not working, they can do a home an exercise in the privacy of their own home. So it does have a definitely positive effect and it's trickled down to some of their friends, some of their relatives. Um, I'm, I'm still able to appeal to the local crowd here. We have about 500 or so in the group right now. And uh, at least 350 or so are people that I almost know personally or at least know their relative personally. So it's nice to know that one can actually do what you do. And that goes up that you don't have to be an instructor to just do what you do. You know, be yourself, do what you do well. Somebody else will appreciate what you do. 
and you will be able to influence them in a very positive way, almost without even knowing it, you know, because you sort of, for me, it's, I teach a class. People are coming back and saying, that class was so important to me today. But everybody has yeah. the capacity to do that, whether it's a class or something else. I mean, it's it's been an amazing little social experiment more than anything for me because I have about, I feel like a caged animal because I have an autoimmune disease gloat and I and I won't. I have an absolute anxiety attack if I have to walk out the front door. I and I mean it's really not something I'm accustomed to. So with everybody springing up and leaning on technology between Marcel's classes and everyone else's classes and I get messages from John Ray and I I mean a ton of different people and it, it helps feel connected. You feel connected. And I think that's part of one of the biggest things is DDPY is a group. We are not a judgmental group. We always tow people along with us. And it doesn't matter what boat you're currently in, you're always invited and you're always welcome. And I think for someone like me in my boat right now, um, you know, it's been these last six weeks have been hard. So I'm really, really grateful for Marcel and, and for everyone who's stepping up. Very much so. Very much so. I, I completely agree with that. Uh, and I, I got I to ask uh, Marcel, too, um, you know, you doing these classes and stuff uh, doesn't make you immune from the personal struggles of, of what's going on either. What are you doing besides the classes to kind of lean on people as we all trying to again, navigate through this time together? Like, is there somebody or something you're uh, really trying to focus on or, or lean on to kind of get you through outside of your own uh, broadcasts. Yeah, trying to trying to keep busy. I think I'm. Uh, it, it's one one general statement. Really, is everybody's situation is different, right? I mean, our daughter yep. is a is a high school teacher, and she's at home with three children, and she's teaching her online mathematics classes. So her life is very different than my life here at home, which is I'm semi-retired. We have a beautiful property outside. There's tons of gardening to do. There's a lot of physical labor I can do, teach my classes. The main negative aspect for me is that my clinic, which I just opened in January uh, to treat people with chronic back pain using exercise, uh, that's shut down in mid-March. And it's like, oh, it just got that started. But you know what? I, mean, it's a, I, I don't want to compare, and nobody should compare, but everybody's situation is different. So I can't really say that I've, I've suffered. Uh, there are a lot of people suffering. Unfortunately, for medical reasons, I can't go back on the front line and, and be there attending to uh, people with serious infections. Um, I'm able to respond to that request and make those videos that have helped out the community sort of be aware of what's going on. And that was a new learning for me, learning how to use iMovie and this program called Da Vinci, which has been beautiful to have fun with technology. So, um, and again, I, I'm, I'm pretty much an introvert, so I don't mind being home on my own with my wife, really. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You, you, put, you said something right there that really kind of struck with me, too. Uh, my, my dear friend Rodney Esting, who I love, he's, he's one of the best people I know. Um, he, uh, he, he's, in, he's in therapy. He, he works in, in, in therapy. He's a therapist and, and worked in mental health for a lot of years. And we were together, we were, we were at a convention one time, and 
I was complaining about something that was going on in my life. And, and I said to him, I, I said, I feel so stupid complaining about it. Like there's so many people, we know people together that are just suffering through the worst injustices right now, the worst hardships. And I felt stupid, like feeling sorry for myself. And he kind of put it in a way that you kind of put it, you know, we all have something. And just because your hardship isn't as bad as somebody else's, doesn't discount the fact that you're dealing with something that's difficult right now. You have to be able to acknowledge your situation, be able to, uh, you know, allow yourself to realize that, you know, things are hard for you. It doesn't discount other people's things. Um, my father-in-law put something on Facebook the other day. Um, somebody was complaining about the liquor stores being open and, and like, Oh, well the drunks don't need their liquor or something like that. And he actually works in a hospital. He's a respiratory therapist. And he said, he said to that lady, he said, that's a real thing that the emergency room doctors are dealing with right now because alcohol withdrawal is deadly. It can be deadly, and they're preparing for an uptick of people coming in in full alcohol withdrawal. So it's not just a nothing for people. It's, it's a significant issue for a lot of people. And I think it's okay to recognize that we may not have it as bad as everyone else, but we're all dealing with it in our own way, something that's unique and, and difficult for all of yep. us. Yep. It is. And, and it's been in a positive light. Uh, there's different ways to look at it, that this is a time to slow down, to pause, to rethink what our priorities are from a, a social perspective, at least here in, in Ontario, and some of the stuff that I've been putting in the videos, that it has magnified, magnified the issues around depression, anxiety, homelessness, yep. drug use disorders, all of that. Uh, long-term care is one of our biggest problems here in, in, in Canada and certainly in Ontario, and I'm sure it is in, in the U.S. as well. The, uh, the, the state of the residents in long-term care and retirement homes are very, very, very deeply affected. And so it's opening up the cracks that were already there but those cracks seem a lot bigger and they are very big. But the positive side, and this can apply to you on a personal level as well, is like, okay, those cracks are showing up. They're getting magnified, but people are finding solutions on how to start repairing some of those cracks. And we're all sitting here in the, in the social services world thinking, I hope that some of these solutions that are being implemented right away, quickly, with funding, uh, will result in some long-term changes. We, yeah. we just had yeah. our mayor. I, I interviewed our mayor, and he said, "You know, we have we have a small city. It's about 120,000." He was aware of 75 to 100 homeless people that, it, because of COVID-19, now have a place to live, which is incredible. Now, how will that continue afterwards? So that's where the right. challenge is, and certainly we need to continue some of those major changes that have happened very quickly. And that could be, like I say, at a social level, but it can also be at a very personal level. You know, we go shopping for food one day a week. Now we're up to two weeks. We, Catherine and I, my wife and I, we, we only need to go shopping once every two weeks now for food. So we sort of look at each other and say, hmm, did we really need to go every two or three days? <laughs> so, I mean, you got the very personal level, and then you got the big social stuff going on too. Yeah, it's been an interesting time because we're all switching. We're all in this weird boat of we are human beings, but now we're being called to being human doings. Just because you're stuck at home like we all are, 
um, doesn't mean that you stay in bed or sit on the couch all day long. There's things that you can be doing, and there's you can still be connected, and you can still help out somebody. you just got to find a way. That's not going away anytime soon yet. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, this is something we're going to be dealing with in, you know, not just this, but the economic fallout from all of this. And, and you know, we we try to stay on the positive side of things here at the D and DDPY, and, you know, it can be hard to do sometimes when we're dealing with stuff like this. But we had, um, I can't remember who it was, we've had a few great guests recently, but one of our guests recently was talking about how he really is trying to change the story he tells himself and, and frame negative things in a way that is, uh, you know, we potentially could get growth out of this. And it's hard to do in dire situations, but if you turn around, that was a great point, Mar- uh, Marcel, how we're basically doing an audit of the priorities of our life. We're going through and yep. the things we probably said last month that we couldn't live without, we've lived without. We're really understanding what is, you know, what is crucial to us and, I think on the end of this, you know, we, you never want a tragedy to pull people together, but oftentimes people rise up to their greatest, uh, you know, their greatest selves when really just kicked down and kicked to the, to the, to the dirt. And I think it's an opportunity for us to kind of pull everyone out of this in a better place than we were. Um, and obviously it's tragic for for the so many people we're going to lose in the process. And that's not trying to say that that's a positive thing, but I think, if anything, we owe it to the people we lost to kind of grow from this and, and, and overcome it so that all of this pain and suffering wasn't for naught. Yeah, I think the people who will, will gain the least from this are the people who don't see this as some kind of learning opportunity. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, <laughs> Now, Roger, I, I, I got to ask you real quick. So, um, you you know, obviously you've been you've been vocal about the, the mental health side of things, the anxiety things. Um, has that kind of uh, you know you, you seem to have found a way that you're trying to deal with it and put in the effort to trying to get through it? Um, how is that uh, kind of uh, balancing with the physical side of things? Is it something you're putting the physicality on the back burner, or are you finding that they're kind of working hand in hand, trying to repair the mental health while also hitting the mat and trying to get your workouts in and stuff? Well, at one point I was down 12 pounds, and then my mental health kind of took a well spin, but I'm down weight again. But yeah, it's going hand to hand. I figure if you don't improve in some way out of this, you kind of wasted your time and all there is is time right now, so might as well use it to some kind of good. Well, you're getting yeah, married I mean, soon, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, my wife doesn't kill me during that. Well, I was, the advice I was told was before you marry somebody, go on a road trip with them or go someplace difficult because crammed in close quarters and into long trip and stressful situations, you're going to see the worst of each other. And if you can come out of the worst of each other and realize that I still love this person and I can still deal with this person, then that's somebody you're going to want to marry. So you're kind of getting that road test at home, if you will. If, yep. if you want, you can ask my wife what she thinks. She's right beside me. 
<laughs> Blink but twice. She's probably, she's probably too shy and won't say anything. So, but <laughs> yeah, she she deserves some kind of like medal, like how Leia gave uh, Han and uh, Luke Skywalker at the end of the first Star Wars movie, like a nice medal. Like she shouldn't be forgotten about like Chewie was. So. I don't know Pokemon, sorry. What are you talking about? Star Wars. Star Wars. It's funny you said Pokemon because I was just watching that. I'm just kidding. So, no, uh, uh, Marcel, you mentioned the group that kind of had a lot of people's listings of, of, of upcoming live workouts and stuff. Is there any way for the public, anyone listening, to kind of access that and see who's doing what? Or any kind of um, schedule? Well, we have it for the instructors now. I think that, that there's, a, there's a caution there because the, the, the only caution is that every instructor has their own way of uh, forming their group and who, who is in the group. Um, initially, we were given some, some guidance to say, you know, it's primarily for the people who come regularly to your live classes. That's uh, relaxed a bit, and, and we're certainly welcoming people who, who do DDP yoga or DDPY on a regular basis. Um, but every instructor has their own uh, their own uh, style and their own way of wanting to advertise the classes. So it's not a universal thing where everybody wants everybody to come in. Some are doing it by Zoom. Some are doing it with limited class sizes. Some are opening it up a lot more than others. So what I would suggest is is that if anyone has an instructor uh, that that they would like to follow to ask them if they have online classes. Just send them a messenger note. If your friend's on there already, if you know the person, or even if you don't, if somebody sends me a, a message to me and says, hey, uh, can I join your online group, you know, then, then I will uh, evaluate on an individual basis. And for me, frankly, is if somebody's in the DDPY world and doing DDPY to come to my online classes, that's fine. You know, if somebody's calling me from, from India or or... <laughs> I'm thinking of those countries where they have the uh, computer hackers or wherever else, and I don't know them. They don't know anybody. They don't haven't done DDPY, and you know, and I'm a little nervous about that. Then I might just say no. But honestly, I, the people in the DDPY world for me is just fine. Uh, but again, you have to ask each individual instructor. Um, the ones who are doing classes right now, I can't speak for them, but I can tell you who the, the group, uh, the people who are doing classes are, uh, Hayden's doing some classes. He's got a large group, Thomas Whalen, Powell, Eric Husby in Norway, George Fenmore, Heather Berkowitz, Travis Mahaffey, Kristen Nava, uh, Sarah Fortune here in London, TJ Warren, uh, Wayne Poppleton in England. He, he's, he's looking for more people. You can contact Wayne there and uh, who else do we have? We have a few more. Richard Miller, he does Zoom primarily. C.J. Warren and Stephen David's doing some yoga classes as well. Travis Roberts. So any of those names, if you recognize them, those are the ones I know who are having classes. But again, I would just contact them directly and ask them if, if it's okay because everybody's got a different kind of style and, uh, and reason for doing their group. Also, the GDPY app, of course, uh, on on all the mobile devices and on Roku now and all the smart TVs. Um, I mean, if we're as a community, as as a fitness community, 
Um, not that anyone ever wants this, but we're more equipped than probably any other program in the world to kind of deal with the situation at home and not lose a lot of ground. You know, Paige was really ahead of the curve when it came to like home workouts. There were a few DVDs and, and YouTube videos and stuff, but he really was uh, kind of foresaw a whole uh, network that's based out of the app and uh, from what I've understood from talking to people and talking to the, you know, the, the guys at the PC and that the uh, app is doing better than ever because I think people are realizing how uh, much they can rely on that during these times. So don't uh, discount the DDPY app if you're not a member of that too. There's all kinds of deals for free uh, trials and stuff. And I think I figured yeah. that if you buy the year now, it's down to about $7.20 a month. So it's like, what a deal. <laughs> right? Absolutely. Yeah. And um, I think I, guess, I did it. mention Boz. Boz and Lavinia in England. They're they're teaching classes too. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, then, you mentioned um, uh, England. Uh, you, uh, you mentioned uh, Hayden, who I was uh, – had a couple words with last week, and he is looking phenomenal, by the way. If you've checked out his videos, I'm starting to think he's, like, he's trying to show me up a little bit because he's almost as much of a physical <laughs> specimen as I am at this point. So, uh, Hayden, good job, brother. You're, you're looking like a badass over there. You're trying to make the rest of us look bad, so. He's got uh, the secret formula. That's what it is. Yep. Yeah, 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 it's the accent. I tell you, it's the accent. Uh, but um well we appreciate uh you guys coming on here and thank you roger for coming on as well because um you know there's like we said there's this stuff we can do and uh, i think our i mean my gift has always been the gift of gab my wife may may negate that uh claim but uh, oh did i lose you guys no sadly no Oh, but um, no. So I mean, I think I I like having this communal no, space where we can kind of check in with some people, and um, I think uh, I, I like that we're continuing to do this. We're able to keep doing this and uh, bring together guys in the in the community. And if you guys have anybody you'd like to nominate for the uh, Warrior of the Week, I think it's so important to you know have somebody in the community kind of bring forth people that are inspired. We can go in and pick and choose people we like, or we think are, you know, are killing it or people who are overly good looking, which is how I got this gig. But uh, hearing it from the community, I think is so important because that's how this sustains people inspire people and are helped by people and helping people and Roger and Marcel and, and you guys are no better uh, example of that. Um, Roger had an issue. He reached out. You helped him. Now he put in the work. He's trying to change his situation, and he's coming on here and giving it back to people who may be in a similar space as him. And I think that's, that's the evolution, the circle of life here in the DDPY community. I like to think I'm the uh, example of what not to do because sometimes with my uh, slacking, it caused. Well, Oh, let me restart that. With my years of slacking, it has now caused me to have neck problems. So now I'm working on rehabbing that because my neck is tight, very tight. 
Which is another thing that we should probably try to address here. With we, we maybe bring Marcel back with Yoga Doc or something, because I think the inactivity in all of us, and just as a society as a whole, being so much more inactive now, the social media age that our postures are terrible, and our necks and our oh. backs and sitting and working would be a great show to kind of cover. I have no doubt in my mind this is probably what blew up my neck. Because I've been looking down on my phone so much, like an idiot, yep. and sitting curved, and now my neck's crying out for help. But, yeah, I agree that would be an awesome idea. Well, just uh, letting somebody know today who's got a lot of different medical issues, and that person messaged me after her second workout. She was actually referred to me by her cancer physician to attend my online classes. I, I don't know her, but I haven't met her, but she was telling me that already after two two workouts, she's already starting to get less numbness and tingling down the arm. And she was wondering why. And I said, well, DDPY works <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. I know I'm a physician, but I'm not going to explain every anatomical structure, nerve, muscle that makes you feel better because people always want to know, what should, exercise should I do for back pain? What exercise should I do for knee pain or neck pain or whatever? And I'm like, you know what? The way we do DDPY is to put you in positions that are anatomically correct, that are using the full range of motion of your joints, that are building some strength in the core and getting you moving, raising the heart rate, raising the adrenaline, raising the, the good feel-good dopamine levels in your brain. I said, you don't need more than that. You just do it, and it makes you feel better. And and people are recognizing that and seeing that if you just do it, you don't have to explain it. You just do it and follow the cues and don't push yourself into pain. You know, don't try and be a hero. Leave your ego at the door. Modify where necessary and just crank it up when you feel like it. You know, that's all you need to do. It's actually a very simple exercise to do if you're consistently doing it. And as a doctor, I don't, I'm not really tempted to explain, you know, why it's good for back pain, why it's good for neck pain, why it's good for arm pain. We know in general that thousands of studies are showing that exercise, period, is good for your well-being. And we don't need a, to, another exercise uh, study to show that. It would be like saying smoking is bad for you. But, you know, right. uh, my general advice is just do it. Do it regularly and you will feel better. It's incredible. Sometimes less analy- uh, analytics and more just doing it is what we need. Just shut up and get on the mat. <laughs> Stop overthinking yep, it. Just yeah. get out on the mat. You'll feel better. Yep. So, I which is also, this, that's how I joined the Heaven's Gate cult back in 97, I think. Stop asking questions and just do it. Wait, maybe, no, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> yes. They're partying behind the comment right now. Have fun, boys. But uh, we are almost out of time. We are almost out of time, but I thank you guys so much for coming on. And before we go, uh, do you have a website or any social media presence that you'd like to, to plug on here if anyone's looking to to just take classes in your area in general when things start, you know, fire back up again? Yeah, I, I think just for me personally, it's just to find me on Facebook. I, uh, 
just uh, look me up, send me a message. I'm pretty good at picking up the messages and answering, and people are always amazed. Oh, he's calling me back, or he's chatting with me, and I'm answering questions. And before you know it, they're coming to my live classes and, and participating. So I love it when people message me directly and ask me questions. I, I don't like it when people just ask to be my friend, and I don't know who the heck they are, because I'll send them a message back, and I say, who are you? Why do you want to be my friend? <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's a fair question. And they know what most of the people answer. But every now and then I get somebody who doesn't answer and I just, you know, I don't friend them. So send me a message, you know, tell me you're interested. Tell me what your what your issue is or, or just uh, let me know you want to do my classes. It's easy, just on Facebook. I do have a, a website. It's called transitioncoach.ca. And that's where I advertise all my local classes. Um, and, and that's where I also do my back pain clinic information. Now, that's all on hold, so the best place to find me is Facebook right now. Awesome. I, and I, I love that idea. As a general, you know, shoot someone a message before you – I, I got to admit, I'm, I'm, I'm terrible with the Facebook friend request. I, I, I mean, if I don't, haven't met you, I feel weird, like, uh, just sending a message and stuff. So I, I have actually – have a, an inbox full of friend requests right now. And then I want to reiterate to people, it's not personal. It's just, you know, well, I had a situation in radio back years ago, because they say the number one people to deal with stalkers are local radio people and local news people because they're accessible, huh? they're close and they're people, you know, they're in their ear alone every day. I had a real situation with a, that had to get law enforcement involved with a situation with somebody who was, uh, crossing some boundaries and stuff, and I always feel very weird not, you know, accepting certain friend requests, and, and it's just across the board now that if I don't really know you or have someone bugged for you, that I don't uh, answer personal friend requests. So I, I understand where that's coming from, and, and I think that's a great way to handle it, too, because you want to be accessible to the community, and you want to be accessible to people, but also in this world, you don't know who's on the other end of that stuff, so it's always good to do uh, due diligence and, and it, it seems like a, a healthy balance because I do I do feel odd about that. <laughs> it's a little awkward sometimes because I have people joining Facebook just so they can attend my online class. These are local people who've heard about me, um, and being a physician at the hospital for 30 years, you know, there's a friend of a friend of a friend. So I get these Facebooks with no profile picture, no known friends, and they want to be my friends. So and I send them a message. I I got one today. She said. I'm a nurse on Four West. I said, "Oh, okay, okay, that one." <laughs> that was pretty well, funny. You know, but as, you got a, it. as a doctor, <laughs> as a doctor too, getting out like personal information. All I can think about is that Larry David Curb Your Enthusiasm episode, where the doctor ends up giving us his, his number, and then he just crosses all of the boundaries. <laughs> all the time. So I, I, I totally. Well, I'm not a psychiatrist, but... so that's easy. <laughs> exactly right. Um, but we appreciate you coming on with us, man. It was great to have you. We'd love to have you come back again soon. Uh, hopefully next time under a little bit more uh, celebratory or, or better circumstances as a whole. But uh, I think this was a great episode and informative, and we appreciate you hopping on with us. Man. Uh, my pleasure. Thank you very much. And thanks, Roger. Thanks, Michael and Crystal, thanks for uh, having yeah. me. And uh, like I said, uh, reach out to somebody or if somebody reaches out to you, just uh, be open about it and see what you can do because maybe there is something you can do for somebody else. That's true. I love it yeah. very much so. And and thank you, Roger, too, for, for sharing your story. And you said that um, you're probably on the, 
uh, who not to do, what not to do, uh, you know, list of people. And I got to let you know that you're probably number two or three on my who not to do list. So uh, <laughs> it's up next to my next to my uh, yeah. my desk to remind me. Do not do Roger. Well, I would like to say that your best friend Rodney is number one for me. You're never going to be number one in my heart. Also, oh, I don't man. know how this turned out to be the Roger and Marcel radio thing. I I feel kind of bad. Well, you know, we got all three. We we got three Canadians during a pandemic taking over a radio show. Wasn't this the sequel to Canadian Bacon with John Candy? <laughs> but no, thank you guys so much. Uh, it was fun. And uh, Crystal, you know, we yeah. gotta, you got to pull us out at the end. You got to pull out a good one. Let us know uh, yep. some wisdom to fire us off through the week. Sure. It's a quote by William D. Brown this week. And the quote is, failure is an event, never a person. I love it. I love it. Right. So, uh, in other words, don't let your failures become your personification. Is that what you're trying to say? There you go. There you go. There we right? go. Just I love that. That's great. Now doesn't mean you're always stuck. I love it. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. And I know Tor- uh, Roger, Toronto, Ontario, all this stuff. I'm going to play you out with your uh, national anthem. We'll see you guys. Later. Good night. Good night.